Welcome to the Property Podcast, the second installment in our new weekly feature on MoneyWeb, focusing on the South African property industry. In studio today, we are joined by Steve Brooks, CEO of Jersey Listed Residential Developer Baldwin Properties. Hi, Steve. Your group is making quite a splash in the industry. You've just signed an exclusive agreement with Crystal Lagoons. Yeah, and the problem is every time I sign a exclusive agreement I get a new speedo so watch the space no seriously guys we are really are making a splash we're proudly South African company and we really really are pushing the boundaries with residential and we have signed an exclusivity with Crystal Lagoons to develop six Crystal Lagoons in South Africa in various metropolitan locations around the country we've already done our first one at the Blyde in Pretoria which is a tremendous success and the second one, Munyaka, in Waterfall, is launching on the 7th of March. So Munyaka is going to become the biggest crystal lagoon. Tell us specifically what's so special about this crystal lagoon, because the one in Pretoria was the first in South Africa. The one in Waterfall is going to usurp it as the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere. But crystal lagoons is quite popular in the States and other countries. Give us a little bit more insight on, on what exactly it is, if, if our yeah. listeners haven't heard crystal, about it before. Thank you very much. Um, the crystal lagoon is an incredible concept, because what it does, it brings water to people. And as you know, water and property are a fantastic combination. But a lot of the time, the water is dangerous. In other words, the beaches are steep, the water is cold, there's sharks in the water, etc., etc. So Crystal Lagoon offers an opportunity for a safe environment inland, and it can also be at coastal areas. The beauty of Crystal Lagoon is the incredible IP in keeping the water clean and potable, which is fantastic. The water quality of a Crystal Lagoon is exceptional, and that's what we looked for in the international company like Crystal Lagoon. They've done worldwide, they've done numerous projects, and Africa is a new venture for them, and they're extremely proud of their relationship between Crystal Lagoons and Baldwin Properties. The one at uh, Munyaka and Waterfall, to give you an idea of size, it's seven rugby fields long. So this is, if you want to come there with, and join me with my speedo, we can have one hell of a swim. I don't know if I'll make it all the way across, but it's a really fun event. And we've added a lot of value to this Crystal Lagoon. We've put Vuvuzelas in, which are a fountain, which is in tribute of our World Cup that we had ha- had here a few years ago. We've also put a lot of fountains in the in the lagoon to add a bit of excitement. And we have a spectacular A-frame signage that's 50 meters high with a zip line very carefully controlled zipline that you can scare yourself and have some real, real fun on the zipline. So it really, it really is an exciting Crystal Lagoon that we're creating. Are you taking advantage of the, the location of Waterfall? You've already got a couple of developments already at the node, like uh, Polo Fields. It's interesting, this is taking the Crystal Lagoons to another level. It's almost like a valley of waves and Joburg doesn't have a beach. So this is probably going to be quite popular beyond just being a residential estate. Will there be public access possibly? It's going to be the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere. That's a lot of questions. Let me try and break it down. Firstly, we are exceptionally proud of our relationship with the Mears. Waterfall Foundation is an incredible structure that's been set up in honor of the Islamic Foundation. We are very, very proud to have the development rights for this land. The infrastructure that's been developed at Waterfall is world-class. We're adding to it. 
We have nearly completed a hundred million rand road called the Mir Drive in honor of Abraham and Yaya Mir and the Mir family. So we're very proud of that naming of that road. We definitely are taking advantage of Waterfall. Waterfall is really becoming an exceptionally good node with a lot of facilities and a lot of international brands and companies moving in there. We really are proud of it. As far as the exclusivity, it is only for residents. It is not public access. However, we are limiting people that live there to have friends and family around. And there is also going to be a a small boutique hotel on the premises. Sounds exciting. Just in terms of the Blyde, which was the first one, how have sales gone there? How popular has that development been? The Blyde has been exceptionally um, popular. You know, I always say that the Blyde is the bridge between Mamalodi and Silver Lakes. We're about to cross the, the, the highway into Silver Lakes, and we believe that will make a massive difference. We're also bringing a 100-key hotel into the Blyde, which we believe will attract a lot of conferencing, etc. Sales have exceeded our expectations. We've had to accelerate our construction to keep up with the demand. And we're just about to touch, I think we actually went over it last weekend, over our 800th sale. Waterfall is going to be launched, Munyaka. You're talking 9 billion rand. It sounds big because 9 billion rand is a lot of money, but those are 5,000 units over a certain period of time. So it's not Baldwin investing 9 billion. It will become a 9 billion development over time. How much is Baldwin investing in each of these lagoon-focused developments? Well, the infrastructure for a lagoon is a couple of hundred million. The lagoon itself is in excess of 200 million. So there's a big, big, large amount of capital needed to get this development off the ground. But what's very, very interesting, just to digress slightly, is when the Johannesburg City Council came out with inclusionary housing, we were absolutely thrilled because the Bowen model has always catered for inclusionary housing. And very simply, we have a range from one bedrooms to three bedrooms. On this development, we have the most spectacular one bedroom that I've ever designed in my 25 years experience. And that's going to start at $799. So we have a range of apartments from $799, a one bedroom, all the way up to two absolutely spectacular penthouses that are on top of the lifestyle center, selling at 30 million rand each. Within the context of what you say, that it's not only targeting the super rich, uh, essentially, the polar foils development in the last results, you talked about, um, you know, the upmarket um, uh, sector being under ch- uh, stress at the moment. Is this how you're dealing with also targeting a little bit of middle market, one would say? 100%. You know, Bowen in its 24 years of history has always catered for that middle market. We're in our exact core business. You know, we're very proud of our two penthouses, but there's only two out of 5,000. The bulk of the apartments are between 799 and 2 million. So it is very affordable for people to own property at Munyaka. Just going into more detail on Crystal Lagoon, did you always plan to sign an exclusive rights and develop five or six of these uh, lagoon-focused developments in South Africa. The reason I ask is because I'm sure you would have seen a competitor launch a Stain City development with, with their own lagoon. What's your thoughts on this? Because Crystal Lagoon is a global brand. First of all, I had absolutely zero intention of going with Crystal Lagoon. 
when my partner, um, Rodney Gray, who has been an exceptional partner since the beginning of Baldwin, phoned me and said to me, I was actually in Dubai at the time at the award ceremony, and he phoned me and said to me, he's seen these guys that create these crystal lagoons. I said to him, oh, please, I've never heard of such nonsense. Uh, they must be selling you snake oil. He said, they're coming to pick you up at 3 o'clock from the hotel to show you. I was moaning and groaning, but I went. And as I saw it, I phoned him back immediately and said to him, please buy some of this snake oil because it was one of the best things I've ever seen. And since then, we've had a fantastic relationship with Crystal Lagoon. And I was adamant to get to sign up exclusivity. And one of our competitors is doing a lagoon, which, I mean, there are many ways to skin a cat. But I really wish... You know, despite us having exclusivity, I really wish they would engage with Crystal Lagoon because I really believe the Crystal Lagoon are world-class and they really do know what they're doing. Waterfall is the next location, but you're talking five or six other locations outside Gauteng in KZN and the Cape as well. Do you want to give us a teaser of where these possible lagoons will be located in those provinces? Yeah, you know, the, the lagoon positioning is, is quite critical. It's not as simple, quite as simple as it sounds. You know, you need to be fundamentally in, in areas where the weather is hot at least a seven to eight to nine months of the year. Otherwise, your duration of usage of the lagoon is low. So we've targeted another one in Pretoria. We've got another very good site we're looking at in Pretoria, but we haven't done anything yet. We're targeting Nelspreit because obviously Nelspreit is a good couple of degrees warmer. We've got another one we're looking at in the south of Joburg. Um, so that will fundamentally be two in Pretoria, two in Joburg, one in Nelspreit. And then the north coast of Natal. And simply because the beaches are extremely dangerous up the north coast, but the weather's good. So it's a perfect opportunity for a lagoon. And then the last one, and quite a contentious one, is in the Western Cape. But we are looking at a site where we will, with permission, be able to pump water out of the sea, which is actually what Crystal Lagoon started doing in their, in their early years. There's lots happening. Just on the company front, maybe a little bit of background. Uh, you've been listed on the JSC for about four years yeah. now. You've become South Africa's uh, largest sectional title developer and one of the biggest residential developer, also the biggest JSC residential player. Just give us a rough, um, a short account of how the company has grown, where it started and, and how big the company is now, both in market cap as well as in terms of number of developments and units in the pipeline. I started the business in 1996. I'll never forget with one staff member. Um, and the lady at the end of the day said to me, she has to resign. And I said, well, that's not a great start. And she said, well, the phone hasn't rung the whole day. I said, don't worry, it will start ringing soon. And that was 20, 1996, which is now 24 years ago. We have grown in strength, and I attribute our strength to an exceptionally good management, exceptional partners that we have parted up with along my career. I've yet to lose a partner. My partners are extremely loyal, extremely hardworking and good at what they do. I think the success of Borwin going forward is our complete, uncompromising attitude towards quality and design. We do make mistakes, guys. I'm sorry. We're builders, you know, but we do honor our mistakes and we go back and fix if there's a leaking roof, et cetera, et cetera. You know, our motto for this year is zero defect. We're trying harder and harder 
with all our contractors' suppliers to be better and better builders. It isn't an easy task out there. I'm sure most of you that have built have realized that. We want to continue from strength to strength in South Africa. We believe in this country. We believe strongly in inclusionary housing. Our new green brand that we bought into the market, and we're very proud of that brand. Proudest African company. 99% of our commodities come from South Africa only. It's one of the things I drive very hard. And we also, I'm for my absolute pleasure, I'm the chairman of the Borwin Foundation. We have a foundation that achieves about 10 million rands worth of revenue a year, and it gets distributed to a lot of, we've got 20 university students, and we do a hell of a lot of good for the community. Maybe a specifics on the financial side uh, in terms of market cap and, and, and how many uh, units are in the pipeline at the moment. Obviously, you're always looking for sites and, and mega developments across the country, but uh, how many um, units are in the pipeline currently? I'm a bricklayer. How do you expect me to answer financial questions? I'm sure you'd know the company <laughs> in and out. <laughs> no, I do. Look, um, you know, being listed is a, is a, is a tough ask. I'm, I'm very proud of our listing. You know, every six months you get measured, you know, and it, it, it does give an incredible discipline to my management. It is a tall order being listed, especially in the property cycle where, and as you all know, it takes a bit longer than one day to build anything. But we are doing, we, I believe we're doing well. Results are coming up soon which we'll obviously announce in due course. Um, we've got a, a nice pipeline. Uh, we are watching our capital deployment and our cash reserves. So we're not hastily building a bigger pipeline than we've got, but we've basically got enough um, land for eight, eight and a half years work. But we are still looking for land in strategic areas. For example, areas like Umschlange, um, some are areas in Cape Town, we still are looking for land, but not aggressively. Total amount of units are in the pipeline? We've got close to 28,000 apartments in our pipeline. And that, you know, we are on a growth spurt um, cautiously. You know, we have an ability to go up to 5,000 apartments a year. Currently, we're just below three. So there's a nice bit of growth um, without increasing our overheads or our staff. I believe we can achieve the 5,000 apartments a year, which will translate roughly into a turnover of $4 because obviously some of the product is our green brand, which is a lower value. Any hint on, on anything new that you're dabbling with other than the Crystal Lagoon? Any innovative other offering that we might look out for going forward? Yes, I've got a great idea to build without bricks. Okay, then we'll have to watch that space. The most important thing I'm driving at the moment is the green bonds. That is about to be announced where we, as a part of our accreditation of being green, you know, Borwin did the world record of, six, we registered 16,000 apartments on EDGE certification. We're immensely proud of that. We've got our first six-star grading on our lifestyle center and they're continuing. So we really are at the forefront and cutting edge of green. I've also established Borwin Parks, and we really are trying harder and harder to give our clients more and more green space within our developments, and also making sure that we don't, we're don't we not isolated. I worked with an exceptional urban planner, and the urban planner once said to me, please try and integrate with the local community. So we're working hard with the local communities to upgrade their parks, upgrade their standard of living, and I think that's a proud achievement it was not to just be this 
big, bad, ugly, greedy developer that comes into communities and leaves. We like to improve communities and add value. That was Steve Brooks, the CEO of Baldwin Properties. Thanks for the opportunity, Steve.